0: This is. Well, you know what it is. It's Tuesday. Early
1: in the morning, I put breakfast at your table. And You ain't thinking the words today? Coffee, and sugar and cream. Your eggs are <laughs> over. Welcome Boy. back. Everybody. You had to play that song another 30 seconds for you to really get in. Let me tell
0: you, India India knows how much I love me some old Karen White. And that's why she suggested that we start the pod off with some, I'm not your superwoman. I was about to get into my bag because I'm not nobody's superwoman. You hear me? You better believe it.
1: That would be a great topic, you know, just men's expectations of women
0: Stay tuned, it may be coming (laughs) up soon Hmm. We may just get into that, but welcome back you guys This is none other than she and I I am your host, B-Love And I always have my very special host with me India Marie India Marie and B Love, and we made it another week. Give it up. <laughs> oh, it feels so good to be back with you guys, and this is the best thing to happen on Tuesday. Since Monday Yes it is so Thank you guys for tuning in to last week's episode As always It was amazing You guys are amazing And gratitude is our attitude mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Here we go I don't understand why we have to have this beef every time You do the introductions And I file in where I see fit I didn't see fit's file in right there So stop pausing and looking at me
0: It's supposed to be a back and forth a conversation you do the same
1: thing can I pull the question week. to you though you do I know the same thing every week and you, you know, know your job on this podcast every week I feel like
0: I'm going insane because the insane person would do the same thing every week you're right with
1: hopes you're right
0: of getting different results
1: you're right if you want a different result then we need to discuss this after the podcast and I you know, know your role I know my role your role is the intro
0: you're right And I have to do a better job with the intro, I guess. But anyway, (laughs) I do expect you to chime in here and there. You know, you don't have to sit back. I'm chiming. I'm chiming.
1: You're
0: drinking right now. You're back on your wine and you're drinking. (laughs) That's what you're doing. You're not chiming into anything. All right? So thank you guys for tuning in. You guys are the best. You need some wine. Relax. We are getting prepared for this Saturday.
1: The live show.
0: June 8th the live show part two i want to play casper slide right here this is something new the, the casper slide, slide part two. two and this time hey we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get funky. Funky, funky, funky yes we are <laughs> this time it will be funky i hope so come your ass on now to the live show for a good damn time and like always you get in and drinks are on me this time I don't have any Chick fil A. I apologize, but you know, we got something a little bit more special for everybody. We're going to wait to announce it. Or can we just
1: let's just wait because i don't know what's about to come out of your mouth so i'd rather we wait until the day i was about
0: to tell them who the sponsors are because we but we promised the sponsors a certain thing
1: well it started it starts next week
0: okay well we'll do it next week so be prepared he wants to surprise everybody like we're gonna have strippers popping out of cakes now that would be an amazing show but we are not gonna have that but we will have a special treat for um a select few individuals that come out to the live show. India. We
1: got some good prizes. We can say that. We got come some on. we say, we got some good prizes and awesome. giveaways. We got
0: some good hella prizes and hella giveaways. Last time we did have a phenomenal prize. Notice I said prize with a E. But, but this, time, this time
1: we got prizes.
0: With a S. <laughs> Give it up for us. <laughs> And always shout out to each and every one of the sponsors who came through in a major way. Because all we want to do is spread love. You guys come on every week and listen to us. We got to give you something back.
1: India. What's up?
0: You know what time it is.
1: How was my weekend? Yeah.
0: Mm, girl, you are on top of your ball game.
1: How was my weekend? What did I do this weekend? It was fine. Why is it? A f- I went and um, I don't know. That ain't mine. Um, The weekend always flies by It's always a blur to me What did we do yesterday? We Sunday to, We went to the baseball oh, game oh Sunday Oh my gosh Okay <laughs> that, So that's what happened this weekend So you know Blake and I went to the zoo For a birthday party Right And Blake is just You know He's Very curious He is he is very strong willed and independent at the tender age of one.
0: I love it. His independence and I love.
1: It is not easy to handle when you are solo.
0: Mm-mm. Except And so he if wanted to
1: do his own thing. And it, I, he wore me out on Saturday at the zoo. And Barrett was like, you know, it's cause I wasn't there. But the next day, <laughs> we had family fun day
0: sunday is family fun day sometimes
1: we would this probably most times but we went to the sounds game and he wore beard out
0: (laughs) it was hot outside i'm dealing with blake who does not want to sit still blake wants to run around at this point and like india said He's so curious about things that he has to go explore. And And I'm all about it. Like, go explore. But do not, do not fall out on me in public.
1: I think I handle the tantrums a little bit better than you do. Because I don't care. I don't care, you know, people looking at me, you know, trying to deal with Blake and his tantrums. Blake will fall out anywhere and I can just drop him. On the floor, and I don't mind.
0: Yep, yep, and that's right. So you, on the other hand, we have to understand how to manage things together. So this weekend was cool. It was fun. It was amazing. Like I said, I was just uh, gonna
1: say I think you'd be worried about people looking.
0: Everything was great. Go ahead, get done.
1: I'm trying to figure out why you're trying to stop me from talking.
0: You stepping on the topic, for. And I, I, I sent you everything.
1: Whatever, Barrett. No, this this is like a brief conversation. Anyways, yeah, I think that's the difference with this. Uh, but continue.
0: So India is just like Blake. Blake is just like India. In
1: she is probably
0: one of the most stubborn people that I know. But she knows that. And I feel like Blake has some of that inside of him. But that's all right. We're going to work on it. And we're going to see it through Together, all right, no. but in the meantime, and in between time, we are going to jump right in because I feel like that both I feel of like our you just minds tried
1: to cut me off, and I didn't like that
0: we' go ahead and get done I'm sorry no, I apologize. I'm done
1: now, but I'm just saying I was talking you just tried you just cut off everything that I was doing right then and there because you thought I was about to do something else I knew you're so you so don't did. cut me off.
0: Somebody's drinking wine. When I'm this talking. Evening. It don't
1: matter. You did just try to cut me off. Apologize and move forward.
0: I just did. What do you want me to do, India? Let me tell you something. Everybody out there who uh, in the podcast world, you guys do podcasts with your friends. A lot of people do podcasts with people they enjoy being around. And it's amazing. I enjoy I enjoy being around India. No, you don't. I'm about to get get there (laughs) right now. But it's okay to need a break from your significant other. Matter of fact, let me hit the damn button. This is an amazing topic I stumbled upon. During the week, we got deep. Chill. let's talk on the podcast. So like I was just saying, sometimes we all want to just get away From the person that we are in tune with the most. It's difficult, you guys. I love podcasting. I probably love podcasting more than the average person who podcasts. Would you agree with that, India? I
1: agree. I
0: love it. If I could, I would do a podcast every other day, but a schedule doesn't allow me to do so. I have to come on the mic every week with India and we both know that we will not agree on everything like just then and it's difficult to get on the mic with someone who just upset you and talk about topics that are seemingly uplifting to you guys out there. It's very difficult but but
1: preach it to the choir.
0: The no. feeling is mutual. Yeah, I, I believe you. But we have to find some way to coexist in spaces where we have to be together.
1: The issue is how much you love the podcast because you don't know how to separate real life from the podcast and you feel like our, all of our life, every, every part of our life should happen on the podcast and it's not going to happen like that. That's the issue I have with you. So if you know, our vibe is off while we're on the podcast it's probably because something should have been discussed before we hopped on (laughs) the mic for everybody else to see. We're still in a marriage. And at the end of the day, our entire relationship is not for everyone, well, listen, to see or hear
0: I just want you guys to know That She and Our Podcast is the real thing We are in rare form every time we get on the mic If we're getting along, we're going to show it on the mic Even if we are arguing, we are going to still come on the mic But we're going to try to get through it together And make the podcast the best it can be Regardless of what we're going through So that's, But
1: you have to do that off the mic too
0: That's my thing. I want to make sure that every time, like even right then, we had a slight, I saw it. I saw it going downhill. It was a disagreement about to come up, and I felt it. So I stopped the conversation, and we proceeded. I apologize because guess what? I'm not above apologizing to my wife. I just want to make sure that everybody is happy.
1: On the mic, you have a problem apologizing in real life. So that that's the thing. Like the the podcast is not Im- more important to me than our very real relationship.
0: No, everything. I'm not saying that at all. I give everything the utmost importance. Our relationship gets takes precedent over everything because at the end of the day, we, she and I have to make our relationship work. So we're going to do that. But the point I was trying to get to before you start derailing the conversation as always, it's difficult to come on the mic and coexist every week, week in and week out because shit, stuff comes up right before we hop on the mic. Stuff comes up while we're on the mic. After the mic gets turned off, things are still floating around. You can feel the tension in the air. You can cut it with a knife. So my question to you is, how difficult is it working with somebody that, were well, working with a relative or a friend or a family member? How difficult would that be if you had to do something like that every day, day in and day out? Would you suggest working with a fr- friend or family member? No. Okay.
1: No, not necessarily. Um, just because, like, if you're showing up at work, This is how I make my money Right You know This is Like this job depends on my livelihood Mm -hmm. And depending on the relationship with the person If you're having a bad day Or if you are fighting It's hard for you to do your job Working right next to that person It's hard for you to do your job When you argue with your significant other and you don't work with them. This is true. So you you get into an argument and you go to work and there's, there's this this all is on your mind and it's hard for you to focus on your actual job. <laughs>
0: Can I tell a story? So
1: I would hate to have to like I always say I would I would never want to work at the same company as you. Oh no! And you have coworkers. You've known several coworkers who are married, have gotten married, and they work in at the same company. Yeah, one of my good friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. That may work for some people. I know that right. 100% would not work for us.
0: Right. It would not. Um, I feel like we could work in the same company but not in the same department. Not on the same team. Even right now, though, I feel like we do a good job of working together as a business unit. Like, she and I is more than just a podcast. It's the business unit itself. And we know each other's strong suit. So we know how to delegate and get the hell out of the way. But that's also something
1: th- that we've decided to build from the ground up. Right. So, you know, we already know our strengths and weaknesses and we you did know. a SWOT
0: analysis on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <coughs> Strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats.
1: Yeah, but you know, us us building, you know, what we're building right now doesn't require us to work side by side every day no like I, you know we, no, we still get our, our breaks away from each other yes and i mean you said you were gonna tell a story
0: yeah you brought up something about even when you are not working with your significant other and you argue with them it still carries over throughout your day like you're pissed off at that person all day you can't do your work right because all you can think about is how they pissed you off quick story When I was a young lad, when I was in high school, I was getting ready to take my ACT. Now, that was on a Saturday. That Thursday or Friday, my girlfriend and I at the time, we got into a heated argument because I don't know if I cheated on her, she cheated on me, we cheated on each other. We were just cheating. Everybody was cheating. She was cheating. I was cheating. He was cheating. We were cheating. So it was just a big Cheating thing we had going on So I don't exactly know who cheated on who At that time We both did some dirt But We argued all of that Friday night Shit all of that Thursday night And then when Saturday morning came I had to go take the ACT Mind you I didn't take any practice tests This was my first time taking it I want to say it was like Maybe I was in 10th grade Um, I went to take the ACT And I got my scores back and they were less than flattering. I think I made a whole 14 the first time. <laughs> Yikes. I took the ACT because I was pissed off the entire time. And all I could think about was I wonder.
1: I was gonna say this very shocking because you're else- like very you're very book smart. Yeah. So it's shocking that you got a fourteen.
0: Indy, I got a whole one folk. <laughs> And I all I could think about was somebody putting there. Math score inside of my girlfriend at the time. I couldn't think oh about science. <laughs> I couldn't think about English. All I could think about was what was going on while I was taking the ACT. I was pissed. But anyway, so that's right. I don't feel like um, everybody I, I can work with that that's significant just other.
1: In I don't even, I don't think that's just with significant others. I okay. think that's with friendships too. I was getting there. Next. You know, like
0: ruins friendship. I think it has a more detrimental effect on a friendship than it does a relationship like a significant other boyfriend and girlfriend husband and wife
1: Mm -hmm. the -hmm. reason why
0: i say that is because at the end of the day if we're married we have to figure out a way to work this out yeah i cannot not be around you i have to come back home i have to see you if you are my friend yeah it's like, all right, man, I'm going to fire you. and I'm, gonna, You know, now it's going to be weird for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it, it's kind of like, say, for instance, you got your friend the job, or you know what I'm saying? And then, like, your friend starts messing up at the job, and now you looking like, I got you this job. Ooh. Like, why are you, you know, why are you acting like this? Or, you know, Listen. why are you doing that? You making me look bad. Ooh. Or, you know, it could be, you know, it could be a huge range of things that could happen You know, with you working with someone that you're super close to, I feel like when you start working at a company and then you become close friends with somebody, that's different because you've built your relationship. Like the foundation of your relationship stems from that job, right? Whereas someone who you were friends with before you started working there, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a whole different type of history. You know, a lot about that person that everyone else in that company doesn't know. This is true. So, it's a completely different dynamic. So, I mean, some people do it. Some people do it just fine. Um, but I think I prefer to work away from significant others and friends.
0: Now, I'm going to add another twist to it. Yeah. What if you're, you're not working with them, mm-hmm. but now you're working for that person? What if I'm the boss? You're the employee Or better yet The friendship thing What if your friend Now has to report Directly to you
1: I, I think that situation Would suck Because yep. I feel like It's easy for You know One person to take Advantage of the situation mm. You know It's kind of like I'm gonna show up Late for work Because You my friend So You gonna fire me And you know We're friends See? You I'm, know what I'm saying I'm of a different call then, I believe like, you then then say for instance You know Other people in the company start noticing you being late. And then your friends, you know, direct report says that they need to fire you. So now you have to fire your friend. I would never want to be in that situation. No way. Like, I would never want a friend to report directly to me. I value the friendship. Yep. I
0: don't think I have the heart. I wouldn't have the heart to fire my friend. It, It would probably get so bad to the point that if I didn't have a family... I would either suggest that they move to another department or I would have to ask to be moved somewhere else or they would have to just quit. I would not be able to fire them. But I was saying that I'm from a different club. If you're my friend and you give me a job, I'm going to do whatever it takes not to embarrass you. Instead of showing up late, I'm the type of guy that's going to show up early. Instead of half-assing my work, I'm going to go above and beyond because I am your friend and I don't want anybody looking at me like I got the job because of nepotism and or... Because you're just showing love to me at that point. I don't want anybody to think that. I want to yeah, show we that both I'm working know hard.
1: That that's not the case for everybody. It's not.
0: It <laughs> is absolutely not. I know a lot of people who get taken advantage of like that. Just because that I'm your friend doesn't mean you have a free ride at five. You better get your ass on here at eight o'clock like everybody else. Yeah. You better come on, man. Because I now I essentially hired you because I know your pedigree. I know how hard you work at your other job. I know how hard you work on things that you want to work on. So now, don't come here under me and start just lollygagging out here just effing up. Yeah. So I do think you can work for your friends and you can suggest your friends to be hired if, if, if your friend is a reputable, <laughs> that was a hard <laughs> word to say, <laughs> reputable Individual. Reputable. Did I say that right? I no, feel like I not did. Not
1: reputable. 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 Ooh, um, I, I almost nailed it. But like, say for instance, I think it's different. I think it would be different if, like, say for instance, like I have my clothing store and yep. it blows up to where, you know, I'm able to start hiring people to work for me. Right. Right. You know, if a friend needed, or if I could offer a friend a job in that aspect, mm-hmm. I would. But as far as like working for somebody else, right, I wouldn't want to work in that situation, right. Like, say for instance, like with my job in like uh, accounting. So you know, affiliate. You know, she works in accounting. You'd yeah. be like, hey, I can I give you this job or whatever? You know, can you run my books? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I feel like that type of situation is different. Like, you know, we're for helping. Sure. We're I'm we're helping each other. Build and grow But we're not working for nobody else
0: I agree with that Like If and when The podcast blows up To be this amazing entity Of it's own I am literally hiring All of my people who have talent
1: yeah, it's, it's, like, you know, like, we know someone who does video. We know someone who does innovation. Uh, photography. You know, we know someone who does accounting. We know someone who does graphic design. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, those are the people that we want to bring with us. Oh, yeah. You know, but as far as, like, me working, like, you know, for another company, my nine to five, I prefer to keep that separated from my friends. It's just too much, it's too much risk mm-hmm. when when you have someone else calling the shots yep. for you. Like, You don't have complete control in that situation. And, you know, shit hits the fan. Like, can you really help your friend in that situation? You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you don't have complete control because it's not your company. You don't own shit.
0: You don't own nothing but the pencil you came in with, and it kicked your ass right the hell on out. Speaking of jobs, can I take a time out right now at the 24-minute mark of the podcast just to say how amazing Jay-Z is for being a billionaire.
1: That is amazing.
0: That's an amazing (laughs) feat. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Billy. B-I to the L-L-I. Billy. So Jay-Z is a billionaire. billionaire in hip hop. And that's amazing. It feels so good to know that somebody that... Um, I look up to and many of my best friends we all look up to we all aspire to be like in some form of fashion through business through music through real estate whatever the case may be we all look up to this person and it is an amazing um, feat to see him accomplish something that is so difficult you know what I mean like do people really know how much a billion dollars is what I tell you earlier today?
1: A billion dollars is generational wealth. It's they 999 family. million. Their family will be rich for many generations that to come. That
0: is amazing. <laughs> so I had to take a pause for the cause because I thought about that because when Jay-Z got in power and in a position you know what he did he put other people in place that will also not only benefit the company he put his friends in place i'm sorry that will benefit the company and also continue to grow the wealth yeah so you always want to put people in place who can use their strong suit so hey i say all that to say india i enjoy doing the podcast with you even though we argue on and (laughs) off the mic (laughs) <laughs> See, I brought all that back around. That's what I wanted to do. But also, I got to stay right here for one second. At work, it is difficult already for women just, you know, to advance and all of this type of stuff to be in position of power. <laughs> Why do we have to make it even harder by harassing them at work? Ooh. Broke my heart. One of my favorite shows. We didn't talk about it. The Shy. Uh,
1: that's My trash. boy,
0: old Jason Mitchell out here just harassing women, harassing his co-stars. Jason, my man, what are you
1: doing? That's, yeah, that's, that's, that is something else. Like, I feel like what irritated me the most about the situation was that the girl... To his co-star what, right. What's her name? Oh, um, I forgot
0: I'm gonna look it up Keep going
1: The young lady that plays His She's girlfriend though, too. on The Shy. People were commenting Under her pictures Saying Why did you get him fired? And just putting the blame on her And that is disgusting As a married woman You do not want to have to report to work and have to worry about someone that you work so closely to harassing you. Uh, Tiffany Boone. Boone? Yeah. She's married. So she has to. And even if you're not married, it doesn't matter. You don't want to have to go to the place where you have to make your money and have to worry about somebody sexually harassing you every day. You sure don't like and the fact that people even question that people were like, I just don't want to believe that that's true about him. That's why this this type of stuff keeps happening. No one ever wants to believe the woman when this happens to children. No one ever wants to believe the children. like believe it when people say it the first time so that it doesn't have to keep happening.
0: Yep. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more right there. It was a shame that it happened in the beginning it was even more shame it was even more shameful that it happened to such a talented or happened to such a talented girl and a guy who had great talents was doing it like yeah. this man had the world at his fingertips he was on the way up anytime you have to call your significant other to work with you because you're nervous about working with somebody else is bananas to me yeah. I gotta give mad respect to Tiffany Boone's um, fiance husband boyfriend whoever he is married so her husband for even going to sit and keeping his cool while she recorded the last few scenes of the shot in the last few episodes I'm sorry of the shot because I'm telling you right now Ooh. Had hey, you called me down there on set or to your job anywhere, man, would been some furniture moving, some old sad singing <laughs> and flower bringing. I'm talking about. It a joke. I'm talking, it, listen, it would have been on. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to get me off set. Yeah, that's just
1: that's just disappointing. It's I would have been
0: in the shot. <laughs> I'm trying you to come. Would been I'm, in the shot. Yeah, listen, seriously. I would have been right there every day. I would have been guest starring every day in the shot. Coogies food truck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Selling them damn tacos. I nobody want no tacos.
1: But I mean, you obviously he has some something going on that right. needs to be fixed at this point in his life. I don't even know if it can be fixed because for your I mean his after um the NWA movie.
0: Yeah, straight out of Compton. Yeah, Straight
1: Outta Compton. He lit his career literally started taking off.
0: Listen,
1: and he had deals on deals after the shot. So for you to put yourself in a position to, for you know, for something like this to happen, like sexual sexual harassment, come on, like it's ridiculous, and. This can't, it's it's probably not the first time it's happened. That's the thing. When they said that it had happened to multiple women, you know, on the set. But prior to him working on The Shot, it has to have happened before this show. Like, he didn't just start working this show and all of a sudden he started sexually harassing women. Mm -hmm. So this is something that he has been doing probably for a long time. Yeah,
0: you know, last month, we didn't talk about it, but last month was Mental Health Awareness Month. So I don't know if it has something to do with its mental stability because...
1: I don't even associate mental stability with sexual harassment. Like, that is just... It's, it's disgusting.
0: So I don't know enough about the topic to, to say either way, but I will say that I do feel like people have screws loose when they just constantly... Harass women over and over again. Well,
1: I mean, I guess you could associate it with mental illness because I would say that our our Kelly is definitely mentally sick. It's uh-huh. yes,
0: yes, right. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not apples to apples, but they're, no, I they're got not what apples you're to apples.
1: But you know, it's still se- <laughs> sexual harassment. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. <laughs> so I just don't understand, like, where is Jason Mitchell's head when he was doing the like? You, my man, you work with this lady every day. Um, so I'm. Her husband, man, like I said, he he deserves a round of applause. I'm going well, down you there. You know,
1: it also makes me think huh. about um, busy. It also makes me think about Martin. Oh yeah, Martin Lawrence. You know when he was doing the Martin show. We all and, love Martin, but let's keep but it. But the yeah, ball. everybody loved Martin, but he got in trouble because he. I don't. I think it was sexual harassment that. Um, not Gina. What's her real name? It was. Um.
0: Um, not T T, t-, Tisha, t- uh, Tisha Tisha Campbell Tisha Campbell. Yeah,
1: but um, similar situation. You know what I'm See saying. What
0: I'm saying, but man, we love Almighty Ma. I'm but sorry you know, do. he
1: he. I I feel like if I recall correctly, you know, he was on drugs then, and I feel like that really? was part. Yes,
0: you telling me stuff. No, I didn't know. I had no
1: clue. Yes, he was on drugs then, and. They did have like a sexual harassment incident. Damn. With that. Well, God bless you, Marty. Mom. Ma. I don't want to say that's part of the reason why the show ended, but right. I feel like it definitely affected the show, and that that could have been one of the reasons why. It oh, ended. for
0: sure, because that was—I think it was the sixth season. They were, they were never in scenes together. You yeah. know, that's when he was on a cruise with Pam and then line between love and hate lady.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was a good episode too. He was on the cruise ship. And she was crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it
0: was fire. Martin. Yep. But um, yeah, I had another quick story about that too. It was, it was a time now back in my college days. I, I had some, everything happened. Um, I was dating the girl who worked at Fridays and she was having problems with her boss. Her Boss is giving her a hard time, so I pulled up. I pulled up at Friday's, like, What's up? You know what I'm saying? I did pull straight up. She told me not to, but I pulled up anyway, you know. And I was like, Is this (laughs) is it a problem? Remember, Ice Cube on Boys in the Hood? (laughs) Is it a problem? So I pulled up. It wasn't a problem, it was just a misunderstanding, and everything got reconciled at that point. (laughs) I guess people think they can just talk to people any type of way and get away with it, but not on my watch. Either, you, Even if you're not my significant other or girlfriend, you just can't talk to women any type of way. Um, me and Kayla had a situation when we were together when somebody tried to talk to her any type of way and I'm just not having it. No, no indeed. So, the moral of the story here is to respect people you work with, respect women, and respect yourself most of all. Um, get rid of that mental illness. I saw a sad story. You saw a sad story this week about another, another situation where I feel like it had a lot to do with mental illness as well.
1: What story?
0: The story you sent me about um, somebody getting stabbed 17 times.
1: Oh, yeah, that was here. So India it was a sent me disagreement a disagreement on. Go ahead. Um, it was a disagreement on parenting styles what, what the article say. said i don't believe that and um the guy stabbed his wife what did it 17 say 17 times? times
0: a couple of times behind the ear in the face and the neck and the kicker is i don't I think know, she's
1: passed away
0: thank god i know this person personally this is one of the homegirls. um when india sent me the article I didn't read it at the time, but then I happened to go on Facebook to do something the next day, and I saw everybody saying prayers up to the homegirl. and I just got to say, hey, prayers up to you too because nobody should have to go through that. Like, you stabbing somebody takes, you got to be a sick son of a gun to stab somebody, and then to stab them 17 times, you are a crazy person. You are insane. There has to be a crime of passion.
1: To be, because stabbing somebody
0: one time, is like, all right, ooh, I stabbed them, Ugh, yuck, I did it. Now what do I do? Then your crazy ass gonna continue to stick a I don't, knife I don't in think your anybody, loved
1: one. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's how it happens. I don't, I don't think that anybody that stabs someone like does it once. I feel like it, like I feel like once they stab, (laughs) you black out, yeah. I I feel like it's like a blackout, like rage thing, and then it's like a continuation. Because usually, when you read stories about stabbing people, it's like multiple stab wounds. It's not. It's usually not.
0: One and done. Yeah,
1: one and done. I mean, that has happened before, obviously, but most cases you see, they've done it several times.
0: Well, I do feel like anybody that stabs somebody like that is mentally unstable, and I feel. Nowadays I feel like it may be a good thing Not only to do marriage counseling But also get a mental health check Before you get married to somebody Because Uh, dog
1: She probably uh, never
0: uh, saw that coming in a million years I was talking
1: to somebody about this the other day Like when it comes to marriage You really don't 100% know Everything that you're marrying Because like yes you're marrying the person But Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone 100% knows Everything that they're marrying with that person right and I was telling people someone the other day like as years go by in your relationship it's like just things that you um constantly start to find out about oh, a person sure. you know just the way that that person moves the way that that person acts like right there were things that you used to do and I used to be like, "Why do you act like that? Like, why? Like, what is the issue?" And then, like years later, when I learned more about you and your family, I was like, "Hmm, that's probably where he got that from." Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's so deep. it's just you never 100% know a person before. No, for sure. You married them, yeah. so yes, you do need to go to premarital counseling. And I was talking to my friends. Uh, they may have been today or yesterday. Um, because she said that I think she wanted to go to counseling before
0: they got engaged. engaged. And I said, that's a great idea because
1: it saves everyone the heartache and embarrassment of having to cancel the engagement. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people are too afraid to call off an engagement and they end up getting in these mer- miserable marriages, and they end up in divorce.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like that by getting to know somebody better, and if it takes somebody to help facilitate that conversation, by all means, do it.
1: And that's not, it's not—it's not an if. Everybody needs to go to premarital counseling. <laughs> there's not. There's not. An no, if I'm talking about pre-engagement
0: counseling, though.
1: Pre. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like a new concept, but. The more that I read about it, the more that I feel like it should happen. It makes sense, because, right? Yeah, it definitely makes sense because it's like, if I know for a fact that this ain't the package that I want before Hell you no. drop down on your knee, I'm going to be able to tell <clears> you, <throat> like, this is not what I want. We you can we right. can both save this time. You save your money and I save my time and I don't have to tell you no and we nah. don't have to keep trying to figure it out, if you know, figure out if, You know something is going to work Because when you think about it When you go to premarital counseling You know they bring up all these topics Like finances and It's just a whole bunch of stuff You know what I'm saying but
0: Generational curses Before we get
1: to that It would be good to know about finances And where we stand before we get engaged It would be good to know About your family traumas To know that whether or not we can actually move forward with this, whether or not you're going to be able to get over your family trauma and make sure that it's not going to show up again when we get married. Mm -hmm. Like that overall affects people's personalities and behaviors and habits.
0: Now, you're right. I do think that you have to get to a certain point in your relationship before you decide to do pre engagement counseling, though.
1: I mean, yeah, but okay. but the but the thing is, before you proposed to me, you told me that you wanted to mar- marry marry me. Oh for
0: me. sure, but sometimes we tell we tell every girl that um, guys. Okay, sometimes well, that, we
1: that's t- a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> and that shouldn't be happening. Like nobody nobody should <laughs> be doing that realistically. I'm walk up to you and say, "Listen, well, I love you, I, I want to marry you." That's the problem. It's too many people playing with each other's emotions. It's oh, p- back too many the day, people. Though. It's too many people doing stuff for the wrong reasons. Like y'all got to stop that shit.
0: That's true, cause black men we don't cheat. And now we don't play with emotions either. So let's make that a thing. Black men don't play with emotions.
1: We probably should have went to pre <laughs> pre canceling. No, see you know I, know I wasn't ready
0: though. And I'll be honest with you. I probably I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it would had to have depend on the phase and the point. I was at in my life.
1: There's 100% some things that I wish I knew about you before we got married. Ace, it, here it, it here. Just, like that's, that's just the facts. You know what I'm saying? Like I you me the, I even just man. like the way that you handle situations like how you don't like to talk through things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe you you and your family didn't talk through anything growing up. And maybe that's why you're not used to talking through things, because like that makes you uncomfortable because you're not used to doing it.
0: I just want everybody to have a good time. Celebrate that, life. But that
1: doesn't that doesn't make you have a good time. That makes you have a good time in that moment. But the issue still keeps recurring. Reoccur- so at one point, you know, it's like a. It's like. A closed tube with steam bubbling and what all of a sudden, like the top is gonna <laughs> pop. <laughs> when the top pops, out here breaks loose.
0: Okay, this was up. That was a great. That was a great analogy, Indy, You really painted that picture. How you Picasso? Oh my god!
1: You know what I'm trying to say, I don't but know. like, like I was, like I'm saying, like <laughs> the thing is, I don't have a problem working through. Things that affected me growing up In the way that I handle issues I feel like You Still have some working through That but because you just want to have a good time and you don't want to face real life issues You don't want to talk about it That's hard for you to talk about But the more that I get to know you The more that I hang around your family The more that I see why it's hard for you to talk
0: I don't understand how this conversation Got here I thought we were talking about premarital counseling, mental health. It,
1: tie- it, tie- <laughs> it ties back into that. Because you, you, I said I wish that we had okay, gone to counseling you. before we had gotten married. And you said you don't 100% agree because you weren't ready. The thing is, you're just not ready to talk.
0: No, I, um, I was at a stage in my life that I wasn't ready yet. I do think it's a good idea if you are at a stage in your life where you can be open and honest. At that point in my life, before before we got engaged, um, I was I was honest before we got engaged, but probably it, it it depended on when you're talking about in the honesty. Cause see back then black men were cheating. Not me, I wasn't cheating. I was faithful No,
1: bear, if you had, like, I said you had already told me that you wanted to get married. Okay,
0: with okay, now I'm with
1: you. Okay, so before we went to look at rings, we should have had some discussions. Before we went to look at rings, That's what I'm saying.
0: I, I feel like that you.
1: makes things easier later on down the line.
0: I 100 versus agree constantly
1: having to fight through these issues while you're married, because you know marriages nowadays don't work out because everyone is running to divorce, and it's because they wasn't ready to step foot into that commitment.
0: Right, right, you're right. So make sure. Or the point of the matter here is go out there and get some counseling check on your mental health and please don't black out you guys it's a certain way to talk about everything everything can be talked about and everything can be talked through and if you feel yourself getting to the point where you can't control your rage That may be the time you need to leave and call somebody or you need to just go blow off some steam. There is no reason for you to do those type of things. Hit it. (laughs) Was good now let's go ahead and jump into my favorite segment of the show uh, now qualified advice from be love and be love's relationship i got the keys the keys the keys so this week in be love's relationship it's brought to you again by the fantastic flavor red bull and it's a new flavor out there and i forgot what it's called shame on me but i'll be with you next week So, speaking of next week The podcast next week Will be the live show podcast We hope everything records correctly Now, that being said I already have my tip for next week So this week The relation tip goes out To everybody Who is gearing up To get a Father's Day Gift Mm. Specifically the ladies (laughs) So here it goes. My tip is don't forget about the dads out there. I know church is never packed on Father's Day. (laughs) And you can walk in damn near any restaurant you want and have a fantastic dinner without having any sort of reservation. But ladies, you still should put the same energy that we put in Mother's Day into Father's Day. So do not forget that special father in your life, or husband, or baby daddy in your life. But I'm talking about, the active fathers. Now, all you fathers that's just not active and out here kind of hanging out, you don't really deserve one of these gifts. So I want to give you guys my top five Father's Day Father's Day gift ideas. India, do you know when Father's Day is? Don't look at your calendar. Tell me the
1: date. The 15th. 16th.
0: Ding, 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 ding. How did you get the goodness? See what I mean? That's what I'm talking about, right?
1: India had no clue. I knew that it was the Sunday after this coming up Sunday.
0: Okay, that's what's up. So number one, Father's Day gift idea is for those of you out there who are on a budget. This is a budget friendly gift idea. And the idea is underwear and socks and undershirts. Um, I'm probably with all of the majority of men when I say I'm not really going to go out and buy those things for myself. I depend on my mother in India to get me those gifts. And it usually comes around Christmas time. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> What's the, why not get? new underwear and socks midway through the year and then at the end of the year and then you can throw the ones away and then get some more instead of wearing the raggedy underwear with the strings hanging all off with the lining coming out of your drawers.
1: Ooh! get drawers like that?
0: You do. (laughs) All right. Number two gift idea is the gift that keeps on giving and that's an annual subscription to any one of his favorite streaming services. You can go get a Tidal, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Netflix, Hulu, whatever your man likes, go out there and help him out and get one of those. Number three, you all know by now that I love subscription boxes as gifts. And if your guy likes to smoke an old stogie, a cigar, go out there and get him an annual plan again from the Southern Cigar Company. They have plans that you can go out and he'll get a new cigar every month delivered right to his door. He can puff, puff, uh, a new cigar at a cigar bar on the back porch, back patio, whatever he needs to do. It's a great idea. (laughs) Number four, a ticket to see a game of his favorite team. It could be the Patriots. That's the it splurge gift. Yeah, this is a kind of a big gift. It could be the <laughs> Patriots. It could be the Lakers seeing LeBron. It could be uh, that's really it. Uh, go out there and find out your man's favorite team. Now, if your man is not in the sports. You should look at getting him a maybe a, um, a convention ticket, a ticket to a convention that he may be in. It may be a podcast convention. Comic it may book. be a comic book convention. Okay. It may be, you know, things like that. Get him a ticket. It could be a day ticket, and he can go out there and buy the rest of the tickets if he wants. But get him something that he's really going to enjoy. He probably didn't even know when the convention was, and if you pull out that damn ticket, he'd probably cry. Number five is probably something that is easy to do and is most likely to be looked over. But don't get him anything. Give him the gift of time and make the day all about him. Let him do what he wants. Take him to the restaurant he wants to go to is let him have the time that he wants to. Hell, if he wants to wash his car, let him wash his car. If he wants to go watch the game with the homies, let him watch the game with the homies. If he wants to go to Chick-fil-A, you need to call the owner of Chick-fil-A and make sure it's open on Sunday. Get him any of those things and let him have his way on June 16th. And those are my gift idea for, ideas I'm sorry for Father's Day. You like that India? That was pretty solid. Now I'm not saying go out there and get any of those from me. Because you can't open Chick-fil-A on Sunday. But if you pull that off, shit, I might get you my what I get you. Are you ready? Here we Yay. go. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Me, Ho W I D. What would India do? Kick it.
1: So (laughs) the story for today, my original plan was to propose to my girlfriend with a ring in a few months on a mountaintop after a camping trip, but she recently got into a car accident which totaled her car. She is lucky to have made it out alive and with only minor injuries. She is now shopping for a new car, but she doesn't have much money. So her budget is about 10K, including the insurance money and all of her savings. I was thinking of proposing a few months early and suggesting I help her buy her new car instead of a ring as an engagement present. I've always hated the idea of spending thousands of dollars on a rock instead of something Mm -hmm. useful, so I can't say this is entirely selfless. Would it be in our relationship's best interest to skimp out on a romantic engagement ring and proposal instead of opting for a more practical gift? I've thought Mm. about asking her parents for advice as to not spoil the surprise of the proposal, but I'm worried they would pick the car money instead of a ring because it's practical, even if my girlfriend might want the ring. I'm also worried about asking my girlfriend directly since she might feel obligated to accept the money out of need over the engagement ring. Which she may want or feel entitled to. Okay. I think... I 100% understand where you're coming from. Yes, sir, I do. However...
0: Oh, Lord. It always happens. I do think
1: it's a bad idea. Why? I'm going to be honest. I I want a ring. I like my ring. I love my ring. Um... What you didn't say is whether or not she even wanted an extravagant ring. You don't necessarily have to spend thousands of dollars. There you go. On an engagement ring. Okay. However, if you're proposing to me, I want that moment to be special to me.
0: Yes, ma'am. And
1: I want it to always be something That I'm going to remember When you proposed to me That was like One of the best moments Of our relationships And I still remember Like every moment Of that day
0: Yes ma'am
1: And It wasn't because Of the ring It was because Of the thought That you put into The proposal Mm -hmm. Every girl Well I can't speak For every girl But most girls Want that moment A lot of girls Want that moment So don't rob her Of that moment Because you selfishly don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a ring when you don't even know, in fact, if you have to spend thousands of dollars on a ring. You should sure don't. So, you could do both. You could help her out on a. And furthermore, she has money to go towards another car. So, it's not necessary for you to pay for the whole car. You can give her some money on the car if that's something that you just really 100% want to do. But don't rob her of the engagement because you don't want to buy a ring. And you just want to help her on the car.
0: I couldn't agree more. Um, Man, think about that beforehand, too. What you don't want to do is go to her and not give her the engagement story that she wants and or deserves India said it, you said it best You don't have to go out here And buy this big Five, ten thousand dollar Ring um, and then show up And just hop on one knee and then they be it I feel like life is About the moments that take your Breath away versus About the gifts that may Be fleeting so make sure When you do go out there And propose my friend Make it count
1: I've known several people to not even have diamond rings because they didn't, they agreed that they didn't want to spend a lot of money on a ring. So that's an option too. So don't just like, and everybody, my parents don't wear rings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if she doesn't want a ring, that's a different story but that's a conversation that you do need to have with her if she, you know if if y'all are going to be the type of couple who aren't going to wear rings that exists and that's okay but don't assume like like are you even going to give her a proposal right it's just like oh you got a new car this means that we're engaged it's, it's that crap. sucks
0: yeah, It's that, not cool man Get her the car out of the goodness of your own heart If you want to do that But get her the proposal that she deserves um, Now the ring The price tag of the ring Doesn't have to be expensive But the engagement story Needs to be priceless Oh, I'm, I'm dropping gems right now Go out there And do your thing my friend If you want to get the car Matter of fact go out there and buy the car <laughs> I'm going to give you an idea right now
1: like, I literally know a girl.
0: I'm about to give an idea, though. You just stop me. Go ahead. Go out there and buy the car. Pull up with the bow in the car. Get out. <laughs> open the door for her. Let her sit in the driver's seat. Her family be outside taking the pictures. Then, boom, you hook up the Bluetooth. Play your favorite song. You might want to play some old Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge. I don't know if that's your favorite song. And then tell her to open up the middle console. And there sit the ring. Now the ring can be a hundred bucks, but you make sure you promise that girl you're gonna upgrade that bad boy in five to ten years.
1: Well, I was gonna say I literally <laughs> know a girl who is not wearing a diamond on her hand, and she does not care. Me too. It looks like a diamond to me. <laughs> you remember? But past episodes, she we told talked me about- her ring was like three hundred dollars, yep. and she was like, "One day we're gonna get a diamond, but it's just not." On the priority list right now, and they've been married for like three years, living their best life, yeah, you know they they own a house,, mm. you know that's important, and you know they are living in the way that they want to, so, like I said, you don't even know if she wants an extravagant ring or not, you know, but I think it's a terrible idea for you to use the car as the engagement,
0: like I said, man, the ring doesn't have to be expensive. But the moment has to be priceless. And that's going to conclude the episode tonight. Today, I'm sorry. On this fine Tuesday, India, tell the people where they can find you.
1: India.Marie on Instagram. Oh,
0: I'm so excited.
1: boutique on Instagram.
0: I'm so excited.
1: And if you're coming to the live I'm so excited. I'm doing a pop-up shop with Indie Boutique at the live show.
0: I'm so excited about that, too. (laughs) But I'm so excited about the live show. You can find me this Saturday, June 8th, at the She and I podcast live show. I'll see y'all all all there. In the meantime, follow me on Love 1911 on all social platforms. Shout out to the 2021 project coming
1: soon. Also... Oh, Lord. <laughs> you
0: don't even want to know what this 2020 project is. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up in the Gmail. She and our podcast. She and our podcast at gmail.com. Hey, man, we love each and every one of you under the sign of our voice right now. You guys have been great. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been she. She.
1: She. I. 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 Out. Ow. Out. Out. Out.